Man, talk about being greedy. I just had to wait 10 years. <laughs> it's a system. You're system. You turn it over every three years. Turn it over. All right, welcome in, everybody. It is the Better Late Than Never end of season podcast. Boy, what a whirlwind that was. Uh, I got sick for a little while there, so I was out of commission. It was hard for me to, uh, to even do anything that whole week leading up to week 17 and then after the season was over me and neil kept trying to get together on uh how we wanted to finish up the season do the end of year podcast and just our schedules have not been able to work out so i just wanted to come to you one last time this year finish up the season with the interview we were able to get a couple weeks ago sitting down with uh the new and defending golden league champion mr brian bertone all right we're joined now by the man that can only go by one name, Mr. Superfan, and now he gets his own special intro. Mr. Superfan, Brian Bertone, welcome to the show. Long time coming. Honor, it's a great pleasure to be here. I fought one this season. Yes, well-earned indeed. Uh, just some fun facts for Brian, because you know I love I love me some fun facts, Neil. Oh, yeah. uh, so Brian, fifth all-time in win percentage, 571. Fourth all-time in wins with 84. He's only one behind you. Third all-time in points scored with 16,128 in his career. And uh, that's 1,240 per season, which is the highest average among any player in the league all time. And then, of course, you have to look at the postseason when you're talking about the career of Brian. He's made the playoffs nine of his 13 years in the league, including six of the last seven. He's got ten playoff wins, which is fifth all time. There are three teams ahead of him with 11 tied in second place. And then uh, he is one of four teams with three Smithy Bowl appearances Second most all time. He is our first and only Week 16 champion this year. That's and now a two time Smithy Bowl champion. Congrats, Brian. How does it feel to, uh, to have that first title now under your belt since 2008? It's been a long time coming, clearly. It sure has. So, yeah, second title. I'm starting to make my way in this league. I feel like I've been towards the top, but it's nice to have the. The title to go along with it yeah 13 years in he's an up-and-comer he's yep. really really bouncing back would you say that you're making your way downtown walking fast <laughs> you're right yeah i see what you did there you may have to cut that i'm not paying the copyright to say that <laughs> <laughs> so i have to ask do you believe in karma and if so is this your payout for all of the bad beats and bad records we went through all the good records we didn't really go through the bad records that we've gone through on the show. Is this your payoff, do you think, for all that crap that you've put through, especially last season? Honestly, it has to be, right? I've been <laughs> screwed over so many times in this league. Made the playoffs, what you mentioned, Steve, a good half a dozen times or so. Nine Just times out of 13 nine. seasons, six nine of the nine. last seven, yeah. I knew I was good. I didn't know I was that good. <laughs> yep, there you go. But so I was destined to get my second title. 
So uh, I had a good feeling going into the season, had a strong draft, pretty dominant, I would say, regular season, and carried right into the playoffs. So it was definitely a rewarding feeling taking home that league championship. I know you were asking me before, Brian, about uh, your win streaks against people, so I did look that up for you. Uh, your longest win streak against anyone was five games against uh, Mr. Chuprin, Eric, from 08 to 2013, including a playoff win. You had a bunch of, you've got a bunch of like four game win streaks against people in there, but uh, that five gamer is the biggest one. Losing streaks, uh, you had a six game losing streak against Mr. Flynn in that same time frame in his first six games in the league, and then uh, you lost seven straight to my co-host from 08 to 2012. Oh. So uh, not a fan of playing Neil. Your best <laughs> opponents, the return as I call it. Yeah, that's what I. That's when I actually came back to the game properly. Uh, best opponents, you're all-time 3-0 and against Jason Taken. Take that for what it is. Uh, <laughs> Not much. The one that's more impressive, uh, though, is you're 5-0 and lifetime against Joe McCarthy. Future yeah, Hall of Famer, Joe. So that's uh, to go undefeated against him. Your worst opponent all-time is, again, Mr. Smith. 346 win percentage, 4-8-1 and lifetime against Neil, which, I mean, considering you lost seven in a row at one point isn't bad. I mean, you're yeah, it's cause four, one, and one in all the other games. Rushed so. me when I, when I first started playing because I was terrible, and I was also on a three-year bender. So, <laughs> cold and Oh, by the way, in case you were wondering, including uh, including this year, you are six and seven against me, so we're pretty much split right down the middle. That charity win you gave me, couldn't appreciate it more, buddy. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Real nice here. You're welcome. But no, it's not surprising to to hear those stats. I know, you know, when you see people on the schedule or your weekly matchup, for sure it's Steve Flynn Senior and and Neil and even yeah, I guess I can throw you in there, Steve. Oh, thanks. Yeah, they're just oh, appreciate the, the afterthought. <laughs> appreciate the people the afterthought. You, when you're based in that week, you don't feel as confident as uh, as you do in other weeks. So uh, against like a Matt Herrick, for example. Right. But that's why it was even that much more rewarding when I took down the rats. Call me the Rat Slayer. Why? <laughs> Hashtag the Rat Slayer. There you go. Uh, uh, maybe slayer. I'm coming for uh, Sofa King next year, but <laughs> you already beat me this year, man. I mean, <laughs> with you your all of us. paid for you, your team that was bought and paid for through a trail of tears. I yeah, mean, speaking that's, of that's, that uh, bought and paid for stacked roster. I know it's going to be hard for you to do, but who would you say was the MVP of your team this season? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Oh, wow. I feel like I just had so many guys who were consistent point scorers. There was no, like, one guy that, um, you know, would go off or I could count on for, you know, that 40, 50-point week. So if I had to go with the MVP, I'm going to go with my Jags defense. They were just – That is a great call. That is a great pick. I love that. That's a good pick. Team, putting up consistent, you know, 10 to 15 points out of your defense spot. I think they even had a couple 30-point weeks, which was crazy. But uh, just a defense that I could slot in week after week. Really didn't have to worry about matchups at all. Uh, that, I would say, was my MVP of uh, the great season. Yeah, I mean, if I had a vote, I would say... It's probably the Jags D. You're right. That was the most consistent player you had. It's either them or Michael Thomas. 
Because Michael Thomas was like a slam dunk for double-digit points for you every week. I mean, you, the the running backs were up and down all year. Gronk and Kelsey were constantly rotating, and you couldn't tell which one to start and which one was going to go off and have a bad week. And then, of course, you rotated the QBs for a while there. So, See, it's funny because I was actually going to say Keenan Allen. I mean, Keenan Allen was a monster for a few weeks in the middle, but outside of those like couple huge games there, he had some, some low-scoring weeks. Uh, in the beginning half of the year, and then towards the back half as well. It's just those monster three games in the middle that really made him stick out. Michael Thomas was, I think, the most consistent skill position guy you had. Yeah, I do love me some Michael Thomas. Great keeper pick. I wish I could say the same for the other keeper. Terrell <laughs> <laughs> Pryor? What? What? Where were you at this year? What, what happened? He was still what in happened? Cleveland. I mean, the man survived keeping Terrell Pryor. That in itself should give you the title. Well, that's the thing, though. Boss. The rest of your team was so stacked that it didn't right. matter. It was like, whatever. <laughs> I'll just play one of my other awesome receivers or something, I guess. That's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, I just like how you only had 14 transactions on the year, no trades, and you somehow managed to spend everything but a dollar. That's It's impressive. It's impressive. How that how that managed to work out, and I'm pretty sure a hundred of that went to dropping and picking up Matt Breida like three different times. <laughs> I just saw an article that San Fran might draft Barkley out of Penn yep. State, so yep, they're on the radar for that for sure. Yeah, so those I don't know great. if he gets that far down. I only picked him up to be a potential keeper, and that's gonna look like uh, it might not happen. A lot of money tied up in that. Well, then that can spin me right into my next question, which was, you know, was there any move that you did or maybe didn't make this year you feel was the uh, the key moment or turning point of your season? Key move, I think that week two or week three acquisition of Carson Wentz saw him out on on the waiver wire, put him in a decently high claim for him, and yeah, he was he was huge while he was healthy throughout the, the regular season. Yeah, I totally Even though that. I would make the wrong call week to week when I would start <laughs> Russell Wilson and Wentz would go off for 40, and then I'd put Wentz in there and Wilson would put, put up 50 on my bench. But, uh, it was Interesting. Good I thought you were going to say uh, adding Andre Ellington for $34. I thought that right. was going to be your pick, but what, whatever. Carson Wentz, sure. <laughs> well, you don't remember was... the bad things. Did I, did you I don't remember those. You did. You did. I don't remember that one. Exactly. <laughs> Had to get your hands on Andre Ellington. Right, a- it was right after the David Johnson injury. You were like, "Give me some Andre Ellington for thirty-four dollars." I had some issues with that ESPN app. That's it. Three and it added a four on me. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what it was. ESPN. Glitch. Typical. That is, yeah, that oh. makes sense. All right, good. Yeah. I'll accept. I can accept that. That's fine. While we're still talking about your roster. What was it like having the best insurance policy in the league this year with Gronk and Kelsey? Oh, man. Sure do love me some Gronk. Love <laughs> me some Gronk. So, yeah, had him in my tight end spot, throw Kelsey in my flex. Honestly, one of the main reasons I picked up Kelsey is it seems like he's killed me the last couple of years. Anytime I'd go up against him, he'd put up 30 points. So it was more of just a draft pick. So somebody else wouldn't have them and beat me with them. So uh, sure, a block move. Yep. 
they were they were good to have, and they sure did perform. Number one and number two tight ends, I do believe. Is that right? Yeah, one uh, two. Yeah, total total points. It was the best insurance yep. policy in the league. Yeah, you were one two at that position. You no one no one was even going to come close week to week. Well, now 2017 in the rear view. You're looking ahead to next year, 2018 season. Got to defend. Who do you think is your biggest threat to a repeat next year? Flynn Jr., right? The guy that loads up on the you gotta draft. got to be, right? Because of the loaded draft board. Loaded draft board, although it didn't work out too well for him this year. Um, oh, shots fired. Shots fired. Well, he was the biggest threat going into this year. <laughs> the walls of Jericho. At, yeah. His team on paper, I thought it was, I won't admit to being better than mine, but it was right up there with it. Um, sure. But, you know, injuries happen, and I think he had some bad luck, too, or just lost matchups and had to sell away pieces. Um, but, yeah, he's got a loaded draft board, so I'm sure, sure. he'll be he'll be up there next year. Um, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to anyone else. So. I mean, he's the only one that really added major draft picks through deals this year. So he's the only yeah. one that's going to have a lopsided board in his favor. It we were talking about... Like there was- as many moves this year as in years past. There were not. And we were talking at the beginning of the year, you remember that correctly, about the Flynn back-to-back dynasty. And what we were cautioning also at the beginning of the year was that because when you load your draft board like that, you open yourself up to depth issues, and that's what we, you know, it's pretty much what ultimately kind of killed him. Yeah, and he'll have the same problem next year, so we'll see if he can fix that or if it it comes to fruition again. And then, uh, you know, of course, me and Neil, It'd be kind of, you know, oh, yeah. you insulting guys to not throw through, us right? in the conversation. Yeah, we're so here. Thanks. We're around. Appreciate it. Just, you know what just next year is, right, Brian? Exist. You know what next year is? No, what's next year? It's It'll have been <laughs> uh, three years since I won a title, which means yeah, I'm due to, due to win another title. That's how that works. If you don't follow the math, system that's of how threes. that works. Man. I win every three years. 09, 2012, 2015. He's the, he's the San Francisco Giants of fantasy football. Yeah. I'm the Giants. I need my I need my 18 trophy. And talk about being greedy. I just had to wait 10 years. <laughs> it's a system. It's a system. You turn it over every three years. Turn it over. <laughs> yeah. Well, now thanks to you winning, I got to deal with the longest drought. So, thanks. Oh, you made him the Bills. Oh, that can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, blame blame Jake, Jay Cutler on that one. <laughs> Believe me, I do. The amount of hate mail he's gotten from me. He knows what he did. It's funny because we actually were talking about this as it was happening live, and Steve was like, Jay Cutler's going <laughs> to That's it. That's exactly what's going to happen, and that's what did happen. And that's exactly what happened. It literally happened like 10 minutes after he said it. Like, here comes Jay Cutler to just throw it away. And then my boy Julio, after I defended him all year, cost me 10 points. That's it. Is that so much to ask to get 10 more points? Couldn't do that? <laughs> Ugh. Just made the list. <laughs> Just made the list. Yeah, he didn't put up any points in that second half, right? He had eight points None. in the yeah, first no half. Catches. Yeah, no catches. Yeah, like a five targets. Nothing. Correct. Yes. I mean, that was the thing that worked best to your advantage this year is because even when you made the wrong choices, the wrong guy on your team was the right guy on any other team. <laughs> you were just so deep at every position. It's like even if you put up your lowest scoring player at that position, you're still going to be high scorer of the week. Odds are, so you won't have that luxury next year. Yeah. Well, in so theory, we'll, we'll I mean, see if we go back to uh, 
to the normal Brian, leading the league <laughs> in bench points. Uh, I enjoyed it while it lasted. <laughs> it was a good run. It was a good run. You know, it just well, dawned on me what to ask you. Why do you love Josh Gordon so much? <laughs> you always have Josh Gordon. You pay for it. You defend it. I'm just curious. Why Why do you love him so much? He's the man. Josh Gordon. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> He's... He's the epitome of he hate me, you know. He just has that ah, swagger okay, to him. Yeah. There okay. it is. That's and it right that there. I mean, he was, he was he was admittedly yep. high, like the whole time. So that you would have that swagger when you're. When you're you need to go back high. to that. I feel like he played better when he was going into the games drunk, high. <laughs> feel like feel like him in the league might disagree with you on that, but I mean, he's got boat payments for for God's sake. Exactly. Have a heart. But no, Brian. Congrats on your championship. Long time coming. Yeah. Earned it. Thank you. Thank you. Join the multi-champion club. It's nice. We uh, we appreciate you listening and being super fan, Brian. And uh, good. Enjoy your uh, your seven month run here as the uh, the defending champion. And uh, you'll you'll get your little mini trophy in the mail to to uh, to display prominently on your mantle somewhere. There we go. Now, thanks so much for having me. It's uh. Pleasure. I love being in this league, and I think what I'm going to do with the winnings this year, get myself a He Hate Me custom jersey. There you go. I oh, love it. Yeah. Beautiful. Too bad You're we like... don't have those live drafts anymore. I'd love to. I know. Yeah. Let's get the webcam button. going. I'll have it going next year. So there you go. Get that He Hate Me jersey, and then take a picture and send that to us. We would appreciate that. We'll put it up on the website for everybody. Yep. Absolutely. All right. All right. Right. Thanks, Brian. Pleasure as always. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right, so thanks again to Brian. Thank you to Neil for joining me for that as well. And uh, we will be back next season. We'll be back here in a, uh, a couple months after uh, NFL free agency. Preview all that, getting you ready for the 2018 year, which will be, of course, just around the corner. I still have Saquon Barkley going number one overall to the Browns number one, by the way. Just, just throwing that out there so uh, we have the, the record of it so I can bring this back. But no, uh, <laughs> until, uh, until free agency in a couple months, Enjoy the downtime, everybody, and uh, keep up the nonsense. Music for the Important Nonsense Podcast is provided by Lee Rosebeer, Lame Genie, and Tri Tachyon. Thank you for listening, and be sure to keep up with the latest content on importantnonsense.com.